Hello and welcome back to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors Senior Living Solutions, which goes over um, details, conversations, information about senior living and the transitions into um, those type of situations, transitions through life. Um, my guest today, as always, is Rhonda Halterman. She is the founder, owner, and senior resource specialist for Live Well Seniors here in Davenport. Rhonda, thank you so much for being back on the podcast. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Now, for those of you who have li- listened to the podcast before, uh, you know that we go th- over a different topic every week, For the- every other week. Uh, for those of you who haven't listened to the podcast, we've got your p- two previous episodes up on quadcities.com that we highly recommend you check out. Uh, this week's topic is going to be, what are the caregiving needs for my agent, aging parent? Um, as we all know, it can be difficult for an aging person to admit, accept, or fu- fully understand the loss of their physical mobility, their cognitive abilities, and independence in general. And as a caregiving child of aging parents, uh, you really want to ensure that you and your parents maintain an accurate and ongoing awareness of their abilities and care needs. And so we're going to talk about things like house layout, appliances, amenities, things of that nature. Um, Rhonda, what are some of the things that uh, come to mind in regard to this topic, and how do you begin a discussion on this topic? How do you start thinking about this topic and start noticing these things to be proactive in regard to it? I think generally speaking, in the beginning, we might overlook some things that our parents are forgetting or they're doing differently uh, just because maybe we're just not being aware of, made aware of what's happening as they're aging. But I can always uh, reflect back even on my own grandparents, identifying things early on that I should have known um, that were lacking, but I just didn't put two and two together. Um, So some things like looking in the refrigerator and seeing is the is there moldy food in there is it is it tidy and clean like it always has been or is it a mess are things kind of building up and piling up same thing with their mail you know uh, lots of people of this generation open their mail every day and they're very organized with the paperwork is it piling up and are bills being paid do you see any past due notices things like that so those are some some little triggers that you can kind of identify and even the tidiness of their home uh, is it laundry piling up is you know they're an inch of dirt kind of piling up on things that isn't normal um, those are some some key things to look at when you're talking about uh, assessing the situation and identifying you know should we start talking about some solutions now, one of the things that uh, I find interesting in regard to this is the fact that you talk about both physical and cognitive decline. A lot of people, I think it, they tend to think of cognitive decline because it gets more publicity in regard to Alzheimer's and things of that nature. But a lot of times people are very mentally sharp, but physically they have a difficult time navigating their homes, navigating some of the things that they did before. What are some things that you need to consider in regard to both of those, in regard to the physical, in regard to the mental? Talk a little bit about how can you recognize the signs on top of the things you mentioned, and then how can you address those things? I think the most important thing with with seniors in general, they want to maintain their independence. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to rely on their children to provide cares, you know, physical cares or, you know, emotional cares for them sometimes with as it relates to aging. But 
just to, to point out some things, you know, lawn, laundry, lawn work, uh, outside work, those are things that, as you get older, get difficult because maybe the laundry room is in the basement and they've had a couple tumbles down the stairs. Well, that that's time to say, we're going to not go down the stairs anymore, Mom or Dad. we gotta, we got to find another solution. A lot of people bring laundry up to the main floor, um, you know, get their house more age-in-place friendly. Uh, are they showering regularly? Well, maybe they're not because they have a tub and it's difficult to get in the tub and they're scared to get into the tub because, you know, tubs are difficult to get into as you get older. So those are some things that uh, people, the older generation and the adult children have a difficult time communicating about because that's an independence factor. You know, how do we bring this up? So we just have to start looking at how our parents are keeping themselves or grandparents are keeping themselves and start bringing up those conversations in a casual and in a, in a positive way. Um, what are some things that people can do in regard to kind of making the the, the surrounding environment, their homes, a little more friendly for people as they're getting older? There's lots of information online as far as making your home age-in-place friendly. Um, so you want to make sure that you have rugs picked up. Rugs are a, a huge trip hazard. You don't want to have rugs laying around, but that was kind of a generational thing. People would have throw rugs all over their house. Um, grab bars in certain areas, in the bathroom especially, around the commode. Um, those are important uh, ways to help keep, keep people independent is by having the appropriate grab bars. Um, if it's about maybe meal preparation, uh, preparing some meals for your loved one to be able to cook on their own. Again, helping them maintain their independence. Um, but there's lots of things like that, lots of safety features, automatic lights that you can you can put in to help you know your loved one have some safety features around them to keep their home age in place friendly. One of the biggest topics and one of the most sensitive topics to uh, to tackle is driving. <laughs> Um, you mentioned that you know everyone likes to maintain their independence and do their own thing, and um, driving is not only something that can impact the person involved, but also those other people around them. And um, sometimes the physical abilities are not there, whether it be vision or, or otherwise, to to be um, to make it easy for transportation. The how do you have that conversation, and what are some of the ways in which you can ameliorate that that issue? That's probably the most difficult um, conversation to have because think about it. When you're young, that's your first like mm -hmm. mode of independence yeah. is, I got my license. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll go get the gallon of milk that we need. You know, those things. That's your, your first mode of independence. So... Um, if they have macular degeneration, I mean, if their doctor is talking to them about, hey, I don't know that your your eyesight is well enough to, to you know, be able to navigate driving, or if they have a cognitive decline, and maybe they don't have a quick response time, um, you know, trying to involve your physician or other professionals, other than just yourself as an adult child, trying to tell your parent that, Driving isn't a good idea. Um, you know, th those are things. But offering solutions in place of driving. You know, we had to have this conversation with my stepdad, and it went really well. I was surprised because he loved to get out and go and be on the go. But 
we kind of spun it like, well, now you have your own personal chauffeur. And he really took to that. He really liked having somebody escort him around. And I think at times the senior, um, maybe they're not comfortable driving, but they don't want to say that they're not because they don't want to appear that they need help from their loved ones. So if you can have those conversations in a positive way, maybe with a professional, like a, a physician or, or some other kind of social worker or professional, that might be helpful in having that conversation. But also also making it so it's the older adults idea mm. oh they're they're scared and they're concerned about their driving abilities because they can't see as well and they don't want to hurt other people right. so that you know that's a good way to try to spin that but always try to come up with some other solution like I'll come pick you up every Tuesday and Thursday to take you to get your hair done and get your um, you know groceries those days I know that's a normal thing that you like to do so try to keep some of those uh, things in place so they can maintain independence. Um, is another way to possibly do that uh, putting forth the idea of this is quality time, this is time that we can spend together, Absolutely. this is time that we can, you know, see each other on the regular, and so it gives them something to look forward where they're seeing their, their children, their grandchildren, people like that. That's a very purposeful way to do that, and, and I think that our uh, grandparents and our parents look forward to that time mm -hmm. because it's just... We don't get to spend as much time with one another as we used to right. just because we're busy, we have other obligations. So that's a really great way of, Mom, I want to be able to spend more time with you. And we get to double this time to be able to get things done that you need to get done so we don't have to worry about that. Now, one argument I, I'm sure that you know people are used to hearing is, you know, you may express a concern about something, and you know the, the the older individual might say that's not a big deal. That's not you know you're you're making too big of a deal out of it. You're just taking one little thing that you see and you're blowing it up. So what? Legitimate signs or habitual signs in your parents' daily behaviors are indicative that you should look for of general aging. That nah, it's not as big of a deal versus rapid decline in something that really needs to be addressed and really needs care? So if they have poor nutrition, if they have poor hygiene, if they're not keeping themselves up the way they used to, you know, you just start to notice, oh, mom's hair is disheveled and mm -hmm. her clothes don't smell as fresh and she doesn't look like she always normally did. Um, do you find medications on the floor? I mean, you know, th there's a medication uh, issue with people if, if they don't have the dexterity to open their pill planner and take the pills, or maybe they forget. Um, obviously, the, the driving, you might notice some do door dings or scrapes along the car that you didn't notice before. Um, so those are some things, again, the kitchen, the office area, um, just making sure that those are the, the areas that you're paying attention to, they're male, um, and are they doing things the way they normally would have. If you start to see things different, I'll give you an example. Um, my husband's grandma would have spaghetti for us every, every Saturday. You know, about 20 of us or more would go every Saturday. And we started to notice that there was a pileup of um, containers in her refrigerator. And when we started to open them up, they weren't fresh things they were moldy and it was really really full the refrigerator was full and that wasn't a normal behavior for grandma so we started to think what's going on with her and then we looked at her desk and she had a roll top desk closed piles of paper came out and then we started to realize oh there's some past due notices in here so those are some things that can pile up if you 
don't pay attention to the details. Um, what type of in-home assessments are available and how can you begin the process of, of moving in this direction if you need to? So you can always get an assessment, you know, you can get get online. We have a little uh, thing that I'll share with you that you can put on the website, just um, an assessment plan. It's just kind of a, a checklist of sorts, mm-hmm. um, but you definitely want to look at some checklists. There are some agencies uh, that may be able to do a an in-home assessment, uh, maybe after they get home from a hospital stay. You know, they'll do an in-home assessment just to determine are there some things that are missing in their in their home life that that would be helpful, mm-hmm. like the grab bars or you know right. things like that? So there's some some things that can be done in that regard too. Now, what are some of the things we're going to post this on the site so that people can can check it out? There'll be a um, a PDF of these uh, assessment plans checklist. What are some of the things on the checklist that um, that you highlight that you think that uh, people need to be aware of? So the assessment plan is really going to be addressing areas of interest as it relates to activities of daily living, you know, the big ones, bathing, dressing, med management. Um, Do they need a ramp in their home? You know, are stairs a problem for them? Is there, uh, again, with the tub, you know, do they have grab bars? Um, Those are the the physical and um, those kind of mobility issues of concern. Those are areas that are going to be addressed on the assessment plan. Um, You want to make sure that they're able to take care of themselves, you know, on a daily basis. Are they able to get up, get dressed, make their their meals or do they really need help with those things do you notice that that they've lost weight a weight loss or weight gain can be an indicator of some things that aren't right with your loved one as it relates to the basic activities of daily living are they functioning at high their highest capacity or their normal capacity with those activities of daily living is there anything else that you'd like to add in regard to this conversation or, or anything that people, you know, uh, any resources that people should check out? I want to talk a little bit about your website play, or places that people can go if they need more information or how they can call you or contact you. Sure. So what Live Well Seniors does is we help people find senior living options, whether it be in-home care, assisted living services, uh, skilled nursing services, all of those things. Um, Our website is www.livewellseniors.com, L-I-V-W-E-L-L seniors.com. So you just really want to make sure that you're addressing issues when you talk to your loved one in a caring and compassionate way, in a respectful way that you realize you're talking to them about resources that can be helpful to them and offering them solutions and not just talking to them about just the negative. You know, Mm -hmm. try to highlight some positive with the negative Um, because, again, it can feel very personal if you're talking to your loved one about things that you've noticed that are just negative. So uh, those are some I guess, thoughtful insights that I could offer when you bring this conversation up to your loved ones. Is there a number people can call to ask to get a hold of you or anyone else here at LiveWell? Yes. So our number is 563-265-1553 or 563-265-1577. We have two office lines, so they could get a hold of us at any time. and uh, we'd be happy to, to do an initial consultation with families and just talk to them about what it is they're looking for 
most of the time people call us and they don't know what it is they're looking for. So we try to ask them questions that can help them identify maybe some resources. We have wonderful aging resources here in the Quad Cities through KSI, through Milestones, Area Agency on Aging. Um, we've got some Illinois uh, cohorts with the aging agencies as well. So we have wonderful resources that we can connect families to here in the Quad Cities. And the website and email again is? Uh, website livwellseniors.com and the phone number is 563-265-1553. Um, I get confused because I have two different numbers, so uh, 563-265-1553. Sounds great. Rhonda, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Thank you. Have a good day. And thank you for listening to Living Well, our podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. Once again, for more information, check out uh, livewellseniors.com, L-I-V-W-E-L-L, seniors.com. I'm Sean Leary. Thanks a lot for listening, and have a great day.